this word of God. Last week we said that it is estimated that about uh, that adults make about thirty-five thousand decisions a day, and we said that if a person sleeps uh, about seven hours, that's pretty much uh, two thousand decisions an hour, uh, or one decision every two seconds. So think about that. So there's a lot of decisions being made, uh, a, a, a lot of choices being made, uh, some good and some not so good. Uh, I think we all can attest to that, that we've made some good decisions in life and we've made some not so good decisions. Uh, and we said decision making is critical because right decisions lead to a better life. Uh, I know probably you can attest that, you know, when you've made the right decisions, you've been able to enjoy the fruit of it. It has blessed your life. Uh, it has blessed the lives of those that are attached to you. Because I told you last week that when we make decisions, it does not only impact our lives, but everything that is attached to us, uh, our, our children, our, our, our spouse, uh, uh, our family members, our, our co-workers, our neighborhood, where we go to church, e everything is impacted. There's a ricocheting effect, a domino effect when we make decisions. And therefore, it, it, we have to consider our decisions critical. Uh, and as believers, right decisions keep us on the path that God has planned for our lives. Uh, I don't know about you, but I want to be on the path that God has planned for our lives or for my life. Uh, I, I don't want to be on anybody else's path. I don't want to be on anybody else's plan. Uh, because how many know people will come up with their own plan and path for your life? Uh, Y'all ain't going to help me this morning. <laughs> they got their own ideas, their own conceptions of what they think you ought to be doing, should be doing, where you ought to be at right now. But the truth of the matter is, is that when we're in the plan of God, we're in the best place that we could ever be. It's in the plan of God. So we said that right decisions lead to less regrets. Uh, praise God. <laughs> uh, they lead to less regrets. And I, I, I just don't have time to do a lot of regretting. Uh, I, I don't have time to go back and, and wish that I made the right decisions when I had the, opportune, uh, the opportunity to make the right decision up front. And that's when we're going to talk about some few things that we ought to consider when making decisions. But uh, decisions have a great deal to do with our future. Your future can be no better than the decisions that you make. Think about that for a minute. Uh, that the life you're living right now is based upon the decisions that you made in the past. Uh, that today, understand, uh, you, you can't correct that because you made it in the past. You can correct the future, but you can't correct the path, the path, the past. Uh, so we have to really pause and think about our decisions. Think about the course and the plan that we, we, we want for our life and what God desires for our lives. So we all should want to make the right decisions uh, now if we want our future to turn out well. Uh, so your decision, think about this, to, to eat right, to eat right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you about six months down the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it'll help. Your decision to budget now will help you in times of crises. Because you save, you've got something stored up for the difficult times in life. And the truth of the matter is that we're all going to face some 
some, 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 some drought, some droughts in our life. Let me say that some droughts in our life. Oh, Joseph, uh, if we think about in the Bible, the, uh, the, the, the one of the reasons that Joseph rose to second in charge is because during time of crises, he had the answer. He made a decision. He, he told them, he told the king, he told uh, uh, the king that, that, that what you ought to do is during the, 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 the plenty years that you ought to store, you ought to save up so that when the, 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 the lean time come, you will have something. Yeah, so, so how you budget today will determine the course of your financial life yeah, going forward. Yeah, your decision to say no to the wrong person now is going to help you say the uh, is going to help you say yes to the right person later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to say no. Yeah, I'm talking to singles. Yeah, sometimes you have to say no. They they, they may not. They may look good. They may smell good. They they may have the the the, the, the good talk. But the truth of the matter is, is that uh, yeah, yeah. You have to make the decision. Is, is that going to be the right person or the wrong person? And you got to be willing to say no. See you later. Yeah, yeah, because there's something better on the horizon. Y'all ain't going to help me this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's look at a few verses. I, I, I want to get to something this morning. Look, look at what Solomon says uh, uh, in Proverbs 27 and 12. 27 and 12. Uh, we're going to look at a few scriptures, and then uh, we're going to give you a, a, a few keys that you need to to. to to use in making decisions. But Solomon, Solomon, uh, who is said to be the wisest person, Solomon gives us some insight. He gives us some wisdom. He, he tells us in 27 and 12, he says, the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Uh, so, so, so understand that... Uh, um, Prudent, prudent, the word prudent here. We, we, we don't walk around uh, calling people prudent. <laughs> we don't use that word much today, but, but it means sh uh, shrewd in a good way. It, it's the person who sees a situation and thinks before acting upon it. Yeah, the shrewd person, the prudent person. He, 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 he pauses, he, 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 he thinks about things. Uh, matter of fact, Google defines it as acting with or showing care and thought for the future. Can I suggest to you that Solomon is telling us that we ought to be the prudent person, that we ought to be that shrewd person, that we ought to be that person that, that looks ahead, that, that, that sees danger and, uh, and takes refuge, sees danger and begins to put things into place in order that when these things come that you're taken care of. Yeah, yeah. He says a prudent, a prudent, a prudent person. He, a, a, a prudent person takes the time to connect the dots between uh, where they are now and where they want to go in the future. Yeah, because the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of times we see ourselves where we are and we see our future, but the problem is connecting the dots. 
Yeah, the problem is putting things in place. The, the, the problem is, yeah, I, I, I want to lose 10 pounds. And uh, I, I know that uh, if uh, uh, I'm a little, you know, uh, yeah, uh, 10 pounds uh, too much. I'm trying to be uh, too, 10 pounds too much. And I, I, I need to be 10 pounds less. I, 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 I see where I am now and I see where I want to go. But what I got to do in the middle. Yeah, I I, I, I got to push away from the table in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I got to no longer eat that in the middle. Yeah, yeah I just can't see it. Uh, I just can't see where I am now and see where I want to go, but do nothing in the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And many times we get in trouble, yeah, because we see where we are and we see where we want to go, but we're doing nothing in the middle. But Solomon said the prudent person does something. He, he connects the, the dots. He, he knows exactly what he needs to do in order to get where he desires to go. Yeah, because if eating bad is going to lead to high blood pressure or some other condition, then the prudent person uh, will see the danger and learn, yeah, to learn to walk away from chitlins and, and, and walk away from those barbecue sandwiches. Y'all ain't going to help me this morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you got you to gotta, you gotta see, you got to know, you got to know that you got to push away from some things. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to say, somebody say no. Yeah, you have to say no, yeah, sometime in the middle in order to get to where you want to get to. Look, look at what the Good News translation said. It says, sensible people will see trouble coming and avoid it, but an unthinking person will walk right into it and regret it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it says a sensible person sees the trouble coming, sees it and avoids it, sidetracks it, uh, uh, puts itself in a position that the trouble's coming but it's going to pass. But a person that does not think, yeah, does not make the right decision, does not consider what's coming does not think about the danger and the trouble that this thing that is headed towards me is going to cause. It says that person, yeah, yeah, will walk right into it and regret it. Yeah, I ain't going to ask you to raise your hand because I'll be raising mine too. There's some things that I, I, I've seen. I've seen the danger of it. I, I, I saw it coming, but I was like that unthinkable person. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about the trouble. But when I got there, when it came my way, yeah, I regretted some things. Yeah, matter of fact, the message translation says a prudent person sees trouble coming and ducks. <laughs> yeah, a, a simpleton walks blindly and is clobbered. Have you ever been clobbered by your decisions? Have, have they just overwhelmed you? Well, you seem like you were down in the trenches and couldn't get out of it. And that's what God is trying to help us understand, that when we face decisions going forward, yeah, that we are thinking people. Yeah, that we are pausing, that we are considering the danger that's coming. Yeah, I, I, well, a prudent person doesn't mind asking a few questions. Let's look at a few of these. Is the decision I'm making a wise one? Is this a wise decision? I know it feels good. <laughs> I know it looks good. Yeah, I, 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 I know... Short range, it, it may benefit me, but is it a wise decision? 
Yeah, I, I was faced with this uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, yeah, as we prepare for the, the new facility, that there, there is uh, uh, an alternative route that would get us there quicker. But is it the wisest thing? Yeah, is it the wisest thing? Yeah, because everything that's quick is not always wise. <laughs> because you got to look long range. Yeah, you got to look at how it's going to impact uh, uh, people. How is it going to impact you? It may be quicker. It may be easy. But is it the wisest thing to do? Because truth of the matter is, is that we want to be wise people. Yeah, we want to make wise decisions out of the gate. The second, maybe, second question is, what will I gain from this decision? What will I gain? Yeah, how is this decision going to benefit me? Yeah, I, I, is it going to, to benefit me uh, 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 for the good or, or will somewhere down the line I regret it? I, I, I mean, what will I gain from this decision? Thirdly, is who's going to be impacted by this decision? Yeah, who's going to be impacted? Yeah, is my, my spouse going to be impacted? Yeah, are my children going to be impacted? Yeah, are those that are closest to me, how are they going to be impacted? Will it be a decision that uh, will help bless their life in the future? Or will it be something that they will even regret that I did? Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is that we won't always be here. Yeah. But our consequences to our decisions can last longer than we do. Hmm. So we got to consider those things. We have to pause. We, we have to think about them because it's not only about us. Yeah, it's not only about us. Yeah. Will this decision impact my walk with Christ? Yeah, am I walking a, 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 a tightrope? Yeah. I, I, I mean, is this going to jeopardize my walk with Christ? Yeah, am I going to be outside of his will? Yeah, because, you know, I can be outside of his will and then get back in his will. Yeah. Have you ever done that? Have, have you ever... You know, stepped outside for a minute and then jumped back in. Yeah. Not thinking that you got, not thinking that those consequences are still going to follow, follow you even though you step back in. <laughs> uh, you know how we do. <laughs> you know how we do. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we get back in, Lord, forgive me. Yeah, but guess what? Yeah, whatsoever man sow, that shall he also reap. <laughs> yeah, so, so there, there are going to be some consequences. There are going to be some spanking. There's going to be something that's going to come along. Yeah, God is going to be with you, but guess what? You're still going to feel it. Oh, well, I better leave that one alone. Yeah, will this, will this decision please God? Yeah, because after all, it, it, it's about pleasing him. The reason that we are his and, and we've been chosen to be his is to uh, exemplify his will in the earth, to, to bring about a pleasure unto him. Uh, yeah, I know, as much as I love my wife, I understand that the pleasure is not necessarily for her, but it's to God. 
Yeah, because some decisions I'm going to make that she's not going to like, but it's going to please God. <sighs> so, so the ultimate goal is to please God. The ultimate goal is to lay down at night and hear him say, well done, well done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, look what the Apostle Paul, look what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5 and 15 and 16. I'm helping somebody this morning. Am I helping somebody? Uh, y'all walk with me. We may not shout this morning, but we, uh, you're going to shout inside all this word. Uh, he, he says, be very careful then how you live. He said, assume, he says, not as unwise, but as wise. He says, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Yeah. So there's a lot of evil persuasion out here today. Uh, from the television to uh, movies to social media. There, there's a lot of things that will, will bring some negative impact on our lives. And we got to be careful. Huh, 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 Paul, Paul is telling Ephesians, you got to be careful in the midst of the persuasion that is going on, in the midst of a society that is ever increasing in cunningness. Yeah, because they know how to get to you. Yeah, one way or the other, understand that they're coming in one way or the other. Eye gate, ear gate, uh, some way uh, they're going to come in. It's just a persuasion thing because the enemy is about deception. He, his goal is to deceive. And we have to, Paul says, we got to be wise. We got to be careful. Yeah, he says got to be careful. We must be careful to seek to make the right decisions for our lives. I like what he says in the message translation. He says, so watch your step. He says, use your head. So he's telling us in order to watch our step, we got to use our head. Yeah, that you just can't walk aimlessly through life without using your head. You can't just walk aimlessly through problems and situations without thinking about them. He, he, says, he, 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 he says, so watch your step, use your head, make the most of every chance you get. Come here. Uh, if you had the opportunity to go back to those opportunities that you had and really think about them, would you have made a different decision? So Paul is saying, every time an opportunity comes, he says, yeah, watch your step and use your head. He says, every time a, 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 a decision comes, he, he says, use your head. Think about it. Think about it because it's going to change your life. He said, these are desperate times. How many know that these are desperate times? Yeah, it's not time. We don't have time to make wrong decisions. We don't have time to error. These are desperate times. One decision could derail you for 20 years. You don't believe it? You, if we were, I worked in the prison system for about five or six years, and I saw young men come in, and I saw them. They made one wrong decision. And it cost them 20 years of their life. I, I, I never forget the young man came in, nice looking young man, uh, uh, was at a party and uh, he got involved with some guys and tussled over a gun and he, he shot the young man. 20 years he got. 
for making a wrong decision. 20 years, I'll never forget the next day coming back in and seeing this young man with a hickey on his neck. Changed my whole perception. I, 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 I was in pain for him because one decision put him in a position, put him in uh, an environment that he could not control. Hmm. One decision. These are desperate times. We, we, we have to. And this is, this is where the battle is waged. It, it's waged in our mind, in our head. So the apostle Paul understood this so much that look what he told the Romans. In, in Romans 12 and 2, he says, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says your mind got to change. Yeah, nothing will change until your mind changes. Yeah, your, your actions won't change until your mind change. Your problem won't change until your mind change. We got to change our mind. We trying to change people, but the truth of the matter is we need to change the mind. Yeah, the mind, the mind. When, when, when the mind changes, things shift. He says, then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is, the good and pleasing and perfect will. He says you can't do it without a mind change. He says, you'll never know the will of God for your life without a mind change. Yeah, you, you, won't, you won't know his, what pleases him. You won't know his perfect will for your life without a mind change. Uh, uh, he's telling us that if we're going to seize uh, the will of God, and if we're going to walk in his perfect plan, and if we're going to enjoy the good things that God has for us, it begins in our mind. That we got to make some right decisions. Yeah. Matter of fact, the message translation says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Yeah. Be careful. He says, be careful. Be careful of that. Be, 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 be careful of, uh, 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 of being locked into the culture that you start doing things that you don't even think about. It just becomes second nature to you. It's kind of like a person. Well, I ain't even going there yet. But, uh, 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 he says, instead, fix your attention on God. He says, you'll be changed from the inside out, the inside out. Yeah, readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. He says, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. In other words, the culture is dragging you down where you cannot make mature decisions. Yeah. Because you can tell the mature level of a person by the decisions that they make. Yeah. So he says, he says, God brings the best out of you, developing well-formed maturity in you. So God is trying to mature us, trying to mature us in his word, trying to mature us uh, in, in a relationship with him so that when the time comes for us to make decisions, we'll make mature ones. Yeah, mature ones. I, I made a lot of immature decisions in my life. Yeah. I, I, I've been that child... In a grown-up body. Yeah. Making childish decisions. When I was a child, I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. 
Yeah, so he's telling us that as we mature in life, we, there are some things we got to put away and we got to make uh, right decisions because, see, those childish decisions got us in trouble. Mm. So God's got some good and acceptable and perfect plans for you. But the only way that you're going to lay hold to them is by making the right decisions because God wants the best for you. So it requires a new way of thinking. Yeah, a new way of thinking. You can't think like you did five years ago. There ought to be a greater maturity level in your thinking. You ought to ponder it a little bit more. You, you ought to make wiser decisions now uh, because you see the results of them. So you made some decisions that weren't the best for you, but God wants you to, to do away with that kind of thinking. Yeah, the kind of thinking that got you in trouble. Yeah, he wants you to do away with that. Put that, I was going to say put it in a suitcase and pack it up, but now you, you just want to throw it away. <laughs> you want to throw that kind of thinking away. Yeah, to not even go back and get that. No, leave that, leave that where it is. <laughs> bury that. Dig a hole and bury it and leave, leave it there. No, because I don't want that anymore. I don't want that because I, I want the plans that God has for my life. Anybody want the plans that God has for your life? The, the plans and the purposes that he has for your life. And the, the, the decisions that are going to usher us into the very course and plan that God has for our lives. It's the decisions. It's the decisions. Yeah, so they're critical. It's critical. Yeah, in order for us to lay hold to everything else that God has for us in 2022 and 23 and the years beyond, decisions are going to be critical. Because i tell you the truth how critical it's going to be because, uh, I, I mean, where you are right now could be based upon the decisions that you made five years ago. Yeah. So what decisions you make now are going to affect 2023, 2024, 2025. They're all going to, to be affected, so we have to... Uh, uh, look, look what Paul says in 2 Corinthians. I'm, I'm really going to get to it. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4 through 5. He, he's a read version. He says the weapons we used are not human ones. He says our weapons have power from God and can destroy the enemy's strong places. Strong places. Uh, strong place. I'll, I'll deal with it. He says we destroy people's arguments. <coughs> And we tear down every proud idea that raises itself against the knowledge of God. We also capture, somebody say capture. Yeah. Capture every thought and make it give up and obey Christ. So he, the, the first thing he tells us is that uh, he, he talks about the enemy's strong places. Yeah, strong places. Can I suggest to you strong places, strong holes? One translation says strong holes. So the way that strong holes are built up, understand, are in our mind. Uh, I, I, I told you because that's where the battle is. The battle is in our mind. So he's not trying to build strong holes outside. He's trying to build strong holes inside. Inside of our mind, areas where we can be deceived. Uh, I mean, he will have you thinking, nobody cares about me or loves me. Uh, he, he'll have you thinking that uh, uh, nothing is good, nothing is going to 
happened to me good in my life. He, he, he heard you thinking that I'll never be worth anything because of my past or because of, of my family line or because of the abuse that I suffered when I was a child. He's building up strongholds in our mind. To deceive us. And the reason that it's critical is because this is where we make our decisions. So if we can build strongholds up in our mind, we cannot make the decisions that will lead us on the path and plan that God has for our life. Yeah, so he's about building up strongholds. I mean, so we have to make a decision to reject that kind of thinking. Yeah, and bring those thoughts subject to the will of God. Yeah, because as long as we're thinking like that, we're going to base our decisions on the deceitfulness that the enemy has built up. Yeah, and that's what many people are dealing with today. He's built up strongholds in their mind. What they're thinking is a fantasy world. It's not the reality uh, because he, he's built up that deceit for you to believe it and we're making our decisions based upon uh, the, 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 the false information that the enemy has given us. Yeah. So let's look at this. I'm, I'm going to give you eight minutes. I'm, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> I'm going to give you two. So, so let's, look at, let's, let's look at two things. Somebody say two. Two. Yeah, I, I got five or six, but two. I got eight minutes. Two. I'm sorry. Uh, come back Wednesday night and you'll get the rest. <laughs> uh, 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 shameless plug for Wednesday night. But, 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 but look at this. The first thing we need to do when it comes to make a decision is to gather intel. Somebody say gather intel. Yeah, gather intel. Intel is useful information concerning a subject or an interest. So think about this. You cannot make a good decision above the intel that has been gathered. Hmm. You can't make a, a good decision. Because if you don't have all the information, there's no way that you can make a good decision. You might make a decision, but is it the best decision? Because you don't have all the information. The, the, the military, when, when, it wants, uh, huh, when it wants to make an informed decision, they gather intel from everywhere. Because they understand something. They understand that, 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 that lives are at stake. They understand that futures are at stake. They understand that freedom is at stake. Well, can I suggest to you that the same thing uh, 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 relates to you? That your, your future is at stake? That other people's lives are at stake? That your freedom is at stake? Because if you're, uh, if you're not free, then you're bound. And if you're free, you're in Christ. But if you're bound, you're bound by the enemy. So we need all the information that we can gather. Because it helps us to make an informed decision. <laughs> I, I mean, fresh and accurate intel will result in success and successful operations. I mean, how many know that you shouldn't buy anything, especially any large ticket items, without getting all the information? I mean, if you're going to buy a car, you, you want to know, is there a warranty on the car? 
You want to know, uh, where can I take this car to get fixed? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, you, you, you want to know how, how much the payment going to be a month and whether I can afford it or not. I mean, I know it looks good. I know it smells good because all of them do when you first get in there, especially when they smell good. <laughs> but, but can you afford it? If, if trouble comes your way, can you still pay the bill? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, these are informed questions that we have. We have to gather all the intel. I, 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 I mean, I, I can't buy a house without gathering all the intel. Yeah, I, I mean, what kind of neighborhood is this? I mean, I know it looked good in the daytime, but what is it like at night? I'm not just going to drive through the neighborhood in the daytime, but guess what? I'm going there at night. I want to know, is a lot of noise in the community? I, 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 I want to know statistics about the area. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> I mean, y'all just choose it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I want to know these things. I, I, I want to know who's in the community with me. I want to know this. I want to know why because I, I want to know when I move in is my house going to appreciate or depreciate I want to know if I need to sell that joker can I get more money out of it than I pay for it <laughs> when it comes to jobs I, I, I need all the information I need to know what benefit package you got uh, I, I need to know who my supervisor going to be I, I need to know where my office is going to be. I, I mean, I, I, need to, I, I need to know, uh, am I going to get a break? I, 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 when I got hired with the state, you know, I, 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 when I was young, I, I heard state jobs were good. I, I mean, you, you know, you're going to go there, you're going to get your hour, you're going to get your 30-minute lunch. I, I, I mean, I got hired at the prison. I said, where's my 30-minute lunch at? Where's my hour lunch at? Uh, no, you don't get that. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't get. I, I, I signed up for something I didn't know. I didn't know the full information. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know all of that. And, and it's critical that we need the four one one on everything. Yeah, before you say yes. Come here, singles. Yeah, you need the four one one. I know I, I told I know he looked good. I know she 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 smelled good, but you need the 411. You you need all the information. There, there was a time when people, you know, they wanted to know medical history, you know, they wanted to know all these things, but they, they not today. I, I I mean if they look good, that's mine. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna help me. I gotta go, right? Uh, 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 but but you 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 need to know, you 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 need to know, you know, should you date that person or not? Should you marry them or not? Do they got a job or not? I mean, had, had they had four jobs in the last year? I, I need to know this. I need to know how consistent you are. Yeah. I need to know what your ex think about you. I know it may be tense in the beginning when you split up, but somewhere down the line, they're going to tell the truth about you. I need to know what your ex think. I need to know how you handle pressure. I need to know if things get tight, you're going to bail on me or not. I'm helping. I need to know whether you got children or not. I need to know how much money you got saved up. I 
I mean, these, this is information that, especially singles, you, you need to know. You, you need to know. You need to know their sexual appetite. Y'all got quiet on that one. I, I, I better leave that one alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. For later. That's right. For later. <laughs> you need to know whether they got a five-year plan or not. If I'm going to marry you, if I'm going to date you, where do you see us in five years? I mean, we still going to be staying at mama's house? I, I mean, I, I need to know this. I, I need to know the plan. I, I, I need to know whether, whether you're a serial killer or not. I, I, I need to know whether you're, I, you need to know whether she's sane or not. You need to know whether she's real or not. Right, there, there, was a, there was a man that he, he murdered a woman. He, they got home. She started taking off hair. She started taking off uh, legs. She started taking off eyelashes. He didn't know what. To, he didn't know whether whether to get in the bed or jump in the drawer with with everything that she took off. Y'all are going. My time is about. To, I'm trying to help somebody. But it's been said seriously that a good decision is based on knowledge, not on numbers. See, because some people make decisions based on their emotions. And any time we base our decisions on our emotions, we get in trouble. I mean, whether it's anger, emotion. You know, I know I got some witnesses. You made decisions in the midst of anger. I think about uh, this, who is this? This, this, um, this yoga instructor. She made a decision, you know, because this other woman was dating her boyfriend. I mean, help me to understand. I, I, I know there are many other men out here. But now she's going to be locked up behind, I see the clock, <laughs> locked up behind bars. All because she made a decision in rage, in jealousy. That cost her her life and jeopardized those around her, her sister and other family members that probably uh, uh, helped her to get to where she was to escape the police because she couldn't have done it by herself. So she affected everybody around her because of the decision that she made when she could have found somebody else. Amen. Now, I love my wife. But if she go out of here and do something crazy, I, I'm not going to shoot that joker. I'm not going to stab that joker. I'm going after her because I want her back. But I ain't going to mess with him. Somebody said, what? No, I, I'm not going to mess with him because I like my freedom. And if she choose to be with him, guess what? Well, I ain't going there. I know you ain't going to do it, honey. I love you. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So we, so we have to be careful when it comes to making decisions. We can't let our emotions run high. It, it, it's been said that researchers show that we have 60 times the energy coming out. I didn't get but one, did I? 
<laughs> Research has showed that you have 60 times the energy coming out of your heart than your brain. 60 times the energy coming out of your heart than your brain. Imagine that. So we're making, some people are making more decisions based upon their heart. That's why the Bible said out of the heart flow the issues of life. Because we're making decisions based upon our heart instead of our brain. Instead of thinking about them. Instead of one, one of these keys I'm going to talk about is pausing. There comes a time when before you make a decision, you got to pause and consider some things. My, my, my family get on me a lot because I, I pause a lot. They ask me questions, but I pause a lot. They ask me questions uh, Monday, and it may be next Monday. It may be two Mondays after that before I come back because I'm considering all things. I don't want to be rushed in my decision. I, I, I want to think about who is going to impact. What's going to be the lasting effects of it? And see, when we do that, then, 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 then we'll, we'll end up making the right decision. Am I helping anybody on today? All right. Come back. Come back Wednesday night. Come back Wednesday night. We'll, we'll pick up Wednesday night. So one is gather intel. Gather intel. So that means I got four more on Wednesday night. Amen. And we'll pick up and we'll get on through them on Wednesday night. But decisions are critical. Decisions are critical to our life. We make them every day. Every day. You're going to make at least 35,000 decisions today. 35,000. Think about that. That's, that's a lot. Decisions today. And they're going to impact your life. They're going to impact your now and your future. They're going to impact those around you, closest to you, those that you come in daily contact with. They're going to impact them. And can I, can, can I suggest that the way we show our love for people is by making right decisions? Because we don't want them to have to suffer with our wrong decisions. We want to love them so much to make the right ones. So that not only our life will be blessed, but their lives will be blessed as well. So the future is in your hands. Future is in your decisions. It's in your decisions. We all want better for our future. We all got plans that we have, you know, goals that we want to achieve. But decisions are going to get us there. Right decisions are going to get us there. Wrong ones are going to delay, maybe abort what God has for our life. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't want to abort God's promises. I don't want to abort his plan. I, 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 they talked about the, the richest place. Mount Monroe says the richest place that there is, is a graveyard. People have taken a lot of stuff to the grave 
that they could have lived out. And you'll never live it out right until you make the right decisions. You never walk in the plan and path that God has for our life until we make the right decisions. So maybe there's somebody this morning.